Welcome to Disability Matters with your host, Joyce Bender. All comments, views, and opinions expressed on this show are solely those of the host, guest, and callers. Now the host of Disability Matters, here's Joyce Bender. And welcome to the show. We are and have been celebrating National Disability Employment Awareness Month. And you know what? we got to take out that word, awareness, and just make it National Employment Month. we got to get people hired. And as you know, this month we have had phenomenal guests from Tony Quello, Kareem Dale, uh, Assistant Secretary Kathy Martinez, Deputy Director, soon to be of OPM, currently EEOC, Chris Griffin. And now we end with Mr. Kelly Buckland, Executive Director of the National Council on Independent Living, a real star in the community. Kelly, welcome to the show. Thank you, Joyce. It's nice to be here. It's nice to have you. And, Kelly, before we get rolling here, how about if you take a moment to tell our listeners what nickel is? And, again, nickel, N-C-I-L, is the most well-known name versus National Council on Independent Living. But what nickel is and what you do at nickel for people with disabilities? Okay, well, nickel is a membership organization, and we... Uh, do advocacy on behalf of people with disabilities on the Hill, and we also do uh, advocacy on behalf of Centers for Independent Living and uh, statewide independent living councils around the country. And as you know, there's about 600 centers uh, around the country and 53 statewide independent living councils. 600 centers. Wow. Come a long way, haven't we? Yeah. we still got a long way to go, though, that is for sure. And and, you know, so that if you say to someone, one time I was talking to Mark at Bristol, and she said, you know, when you say independent living center, sometimes people, do, they don't even know what that is. Just in, in, like, general terms, how would you describe it? Uh, in general terms, I would say that we are a civil and human rights organization on behalf of people with disabilities. That's what we do is we do advocacy on the Hill in uh on behalf of people with disabilities and their civil rights and human rights. Okay. So now if you're a person with a disability, you're listening to the show, and you're saying, what? I didn't know about Nickel. Is that at ncil.org, or what is your website? That is the website. It is www.ncil.org. ncil.org. If you're listening to the show and you're a person with a disability or a friend with a disability or just someone you know that you think needs help in the area of being independent, of, of making progress in their life, if you go to that website, you can see where they are all, all across the United States. Like here in Pittsburgh, there is Three River Center for Independent Living uh, right in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. But you can look that up and find out where to go. Um, across the country, you know, to meet with the person. And while you're at it, you can make a contribution. Uh, I assume that's possible, Kelly. You can make a contribution through your site? Absolutely. Okay. Again, www.ncil.org. You know, we advertise way ahead of time a lot of these shows. And one question that was asked to me, um, about Nickel, that I'll ask you is how are you doing through this economic turmoil? 
Well, it's been tough. I have to tell you, it's been tough for Nickel. It's uh, it's been tough on the centers, and they're the ones who pay dues, and so uh, in turn makes it tough on Nickel. So any every penny would count at this point. Yeah, and that's something I want to point out. When you're thinking about making a contribution, or you hear people talking about this, I've heard people say to me, "Well, you know, I can only contribute forty dollars, or or whatever it is." Hey. I don't care if you can only contribute $10. Every dollar counts. If in the United States right now, one million people decided they were each going to donate a dollar, Nickel would have one million dollars. So every dollar counts. But just so you know, these major organizations, these not-for-profits that are working to help us, they got slammed during this economic time, and, and it really is hard for a lot of them, I would know. Remember, I'm the chairman of the board of the National Epilepsy Foundation, but even, you know, with all the groups I'm involved with, AAPD, different groups, I know it has been a hard time. So keep that in mind when you're thinking about maybe going to buy a latte. Send that money to Nickel. Hey, Kelly, um, at Nickel... You know, my big interest this month is employment, so I wanted to ask you, uh, what will you be doing at Nickel? Will you be working on any employment initiatives? Uh, yes, in fact, we've done a lot of work around employment stuff. Uh, as, you, as you may know, the independent living centers are in the Workforce Investment Act uh, law, so because they're authorized by the Rehabilitation Act, which is in the Workforce Investment Act. And so we do work on a lot of employment stuff, and we've been doing some work actually just recently around the Workforce Investment Act. Um, Jason Belangi from our office was just on a panel uh, talking about we, uh, what needs to change, what needs to stay the same, and uh, what kind of opportunities we have for the future. And so, yeah, Nichols going to be working very hard on that, as a matter of fact. When, when the health care reform is over, uh, we've been told that the Rehabilitation Act will probably, well, or the Workforce Investment Act, I should say, will probably be the next bill Congress takes up. So it's going to be coming up real quick. Okay. And, and just again for our listeners, could you explain to them what that is? The Workforce how, Investment how, yes. Act? Mm-hmm. The Workforce Investment Act is the bill that authorizes all of the job training programs around the country, like um, it used to be known as JTPA. Um, now it's known as the Workforce Investment Act, and there's workforce investment boards, uh, both local and statewide boards, and they work on employment training issues for people who have been displaced uh, because, well, because of economic times and uh, stuff shutting down. So it is. Yes, yeah, so really you know, that, this is when, like, you go to a career center. Exactly. I mean, just so people understand, this is when you go to a career center uh, to get help, and all of this is connected with Nickel. So that's good because, hey, we need to be employed just like everyone else needs to be employed. And why I'm bringing all this up, as you know, Kelly, the ADA next year, hard to believe, is the 20th anniversary of the ADA next year. Time has gone so fast. But as Attorney General... Dick Thornburg said to me once, former Attorney General Dick Thornburg, and really, as I hear, just heard Ted Kennedy Jr. say a few weeks ago when I spoke with him, we both spoke together at a big conference in Connecticut, that this employment 
it's like the last big area of the ADA that we have not been able to move forward yet. And I wanted to ask you, why do you think that is? What do you think is the problem? I think it still centers around myths and stereotypes about the abilities of people with disabilities. And that's why they're not getting hired. It's because people have all kinds of ideas about what it is they can or can't do. And they make their hiring decisions based on that rather than the qualifications that the person has. And why? Why do you think they feel like that? Well, it's been around for for a long, long time, and it's unfortunately it still remains there. There's a lot of prejudice and uh, myths and stereotypes still alive about the abilities of people with disabilities. So, yeah, well, do you think that that possibly could be based on the fact, um, I mean, because I've been doing town hall polls. I've been doing polls on Facebook everywhere about this. Um, and we hope at some point to be part of this huge national survey. But, you know, one time someone said to me, well, Joyce, you know, when they look at a person with a disability in a chair or like you, Joyce, if you have epilepsy and you tell them, whatever it is, you know what they think? They think, I don't want to be like that. Or they think, this bothers me because it makes me think that that could happen to me. Yep. Do you think that's possible? Yeah, I think that's possible, Absolutely. Yeah, because I really do think that's part of it. And then the other thing, of course, is pity. Pity is like racism. Both things are going to lead to unemployment and underemployment. Uh, You know, you look at someone, you maybe would see Kelly, not know who he is, and judge him, thinking he could only do certain things. And in the meantime, or what he could not do, here he is, the executive director of Nickel. And this is what part of the problem is. Just because the person is in a chair, that does not mean they cannot do the job or will not be able to do the job successfully. And, and you know what? I mean, haven't you had people say probably foolish things to you, Kelly? Oh, yeah, absolutely. All the time, actually. Yeah, and I mean, just today I was talking at one of my uh, corporations, and one of the people there in a wheelchair said every time he goes to you know open the door, all these people run to open the door for him. Don't get me wrong. He doesn't mind if people would say, hey, can I help you? May I help you? But he said, the funny thing is, I'm stronger than a lot of those people. But, you know, when they look at me, they just see the chair. They don't even see the person in the chair. They just see the chair. And my answer to that is, are we all remembering that one of the greatest presidents of the United States was in a wheelchair, had polio, served three terms, and fought through World War II, the Depression, successfully, and, of course, we're talking about President Roosevelt. So you know what? If he, if he could be the President of the United States in a wheelchair, I'll bet you you could be an accountant somewhere. You've got to get rid of those attitudinal barriers that exist. That is our problem. They've got to come down. I don't know where they come from. But they come here for many reasons, but they've got to come down. Kelly, do you hear about that from, like, the people that you served? Do they talk about that frequently? Yeah. As a matter of fact, when I was back in Idaho, we, had, we went around the state and we asked them what the number uh, one and two problems were for people with disabilities to live independently in Idaho. And it was public, it was public awareness about 
people with disabilities and what they're capable of. And on the other side of that, people with disabilities were not aware of what services that they were eligible for. So it really was, that was the number two thing, was public awareness. first one was transportation, of course. But, um, yeah, you hear it all the time. And see, you know, again, talking about nickel, remember, ncil.org if you want to make a contribution. You may be in a situation where you don't know what services can be provided for you. This is another service they provide. That's why you should take time to make a contribution. But right now what we're going to do is we're going to go to break. If you just joined us, as you know, this month we have been celebrating National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and we're so excited today to have Kelly Buckland, the Executive Director of NICL, as our guest on the show. When we come back, we'll talk to you more about NICL. You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back with Kelly. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Technology is changing the way we live our lives and how we do business. On CIO Talk Radio, we talk about the benefits of technology and the great things it allows us to do, as well as its risks. Heard every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, Sunjo Gall interviews business leaders and other experts that are shaping the way we use technology. To learn more about the show, visit www.ciotalkradio.com. Keep up with the changing world of technology and listen to CIO Talk Radio with Sunjo Gall. Listen in every Wednesday at 9 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Pacific, right here on Voice America Business. The odds of having a boy. One in two. Who grows up loving baseball. One in six. And then makes the varsity team. One in 20. Which earns him a college scholarship. One in 2,500. That gets him a contract in the minors. 
one in 3,700. Which leads to starting shortstop in the majors. One in 290,000. The odds of having a child diagnosed with autism? One in 150. You know the odds. Now learn the signs. Go to AutismSpeaks.org. Autism Speaks. It's time to listen. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. Hey, how you doing? Educational videos, top quality, right here. You'll never hear anyone selling education on the street. But with free family learning programs, you can get the education you need. Call 1-877-FAMLIT-1 for information on free learning programs. 1-877-FAMLIT-1. Check it out, check it out. Your GED right here, guaranteed, ma. Come on, check it out. Free family learning programs from the National Center for Family Literacy. Brought to you by the National Center for Family Literacy and the Ad Council. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio. VoiceAmerica.com. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. If you just tuned in, welcome to the show. We have a great guest today, Kelly Buckland, the Executive Director of the National Council on Independent Living. And he is truly dedicated to civil rights. Kelly, you know, I knew about you before I ever met you from Sandy Finucane at the Epilepsy Foundation. Ah, uh, she's, a, she's a great woman. She is a great woman. She is a great woman and deserved the, the uh, justice, you know, they gave her the Justice for All Award at the uh, AAPD event. But right away when she talked to me about you, and as everyone knows that knows me, I am as I mentioned before, the chairman of the board of the National Epilepsy Foundation. We are blessed to have her work there. But as soon as I t- talked to her and mentioned your name, she was raving about you and telling me how great you were. Oh, well, that's very kind of her. No, she, and you know she is really a tremendous person. So coming from her, that's a great compliment. But one of the things she told me is that uh, not only are you great to work with, but that you are cross-disability and you do care. Um, and, and I could tell from when I met you that she was right. I, I wanted to ask you about something you talked about on the last show. Because you were on before, and the last time you were on, we talked about the Community Choice Act. I think that was in July. July of this year, we talked about the Community Choice Act. Of course, Senator Tom Harkin, who, by the way, will be speaking here in Pittsburgh in a week, that, you know, talks about this all the time, but I wanted to a- ask you, how is that moving along? Well, the Community Choice Act is still uh, two bills, one in the Senate and one in the House, and uh, it still continues to be there as standalone bills, and it uh, continues to get new sponsors all the time. So we're still working on that. But we were really trying to get this into the health care reform stuff, and it became more and more apparent the more we worked on it that we were not going to get the entire Community Choice Act in the bill. So we had to do a compromise, and what we came up with was what we're calling the Community First Choice Option. So it what it would do is make the Community Choice Act 
an option under Medicaid that states could choose, and if they chose it, they would get an increase of uh, 6% in their uh, federal Medicaid uh, match. So it would be quite a bit of money to a state if they picked that as an option. So we're hoping that some states will pick it, and then we'll have some actual experience with the Community Choice Act that we can then use in Congress to help get the Community Choice Act passed. So um, that right now it has been included into the chairman's mark from this finance committee. So uh, what was it the day before yesterday when they passed the uh, finance bill out, it had the community first choice uh, option in it. So we're very proud of that. That's good. Wonderful. Yeah. And I appreciate what you're doing to help us. What I wanted to ask you, uh, Kelly, what could our listeners do to help? Uh, mainly what they could do at this point is to call their senators and to urge them to keep the community choice uh, first option and CLASS Act, which is the Community Living Assistance Services and Supports Act, uh, both of those bills in the Senate uh, bill, because CLASS Act is in the HELP Committee bill, and the community first choice option is in the Senate Finance bill. So when they merge those two bills, we want to make sure that those both of those stay in there. So now this is going to give you this would give you a choice of where you could live. You have a choice now, but you know you don't have a choice if it's not paid for. So now if you said, hey, I want to stay in my community, live in my home, live in this residential home, whatever it would be, or, or just at your house or apartment, you would be able to do that. As it is right now, the Medicaid money or the money that comes through this is only used if you are going to be in a nursing home or assisted living. Is that correct, Kelly? That's correct. Yeah, so that's not, that's not good. We, you know, one, one thing I remember way back, before I ever started Bender Consulting Services. I mean, I'm going way back now, I don't know, maybe 1981 or 82, when I went to one of the independent living centers, the Trickle here in Pittsburgh had a big event, and they, they actually had the chairman of the board of PPG Industries involved. And I could still hear him standing up there saying, I'm involved because I want to get people out of prison, meaning nursing homes, and into an apartment. Well, before you came on board, every time John Lancaster would be on the show, and he was on many times, he would say, we've got to get people out of prison. So I see things haven't changed yet, Kelly. No, they haven't. But we're hopeful about this community first choice option. Uh, like I say, we're, it, the state still has to choose to do it, but we're, we're thinking the care will be big enough for them to do that. So we're very hopeful about this. But well, if you're listening right now, i got to tell you what, don't think it doesn't make a difference. You know, a lot of times people think, oh, it won't make a difference. You know, if I write in, who am I, one person, it does make a difference. Those phone calls make a difference. They keep track of just a few sampling. I mean, it makes a difference. So you should tell everyone you know to call in about that. And you should go to nickel at www.nickel.org to keep up to date on what's happening, you know, what's going on with that Community Choice Act, because we have to work together 
if we want to get anywhere. Hey, Kelly, one thing at my company where I employ people with disabilities is that I focus a lot on independence, even with high school students with disabilities, how important it is for them to lead independent lives and not be taken care of. Um, and I wanted to know, would you mind talking about that for a minute? No, not at all. You mean about independence? Yes. Yeah, no, it's, it's, very, it's very critical. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you recall, but I actually... Uh, was in a nursing home when I was when I was young, 19, and when I was going to college, I had to stay in a nursing home because there wasn't any community services back then, <coughs> and you had no independence. How long were you in the nursing home? I was there for nine months. Okay, and was that after your accident? Oh yeah. Um, uh, I was before that. I was in the rehab hospital for a year, but. Um, but you were told when you got up, you were told when you went to bed, you were told what you were going to have for breakfast, what you were going to have for lunch, and what you were going to have for dinner, and when you had to be back. So, And when you could leave and when you couldn't leave. And that sounds a lot like prison to me. So John Lancaster was correct. It's just like being in prison. And uh, independence is very important for people, for their, for their uh, well-being, actually. Uh, I think people are much more healthy when they have control over their lives and are able to make their own decisions and decide for themselves what they want to do with their day. So it's a very, very important thing for people. Of course, I believe that because we're, we're nickel. But but it is important because, you know, if you can't, you, I tell people right now, stop, stop waiting. Stop waiting for someone to come and save you. It's not going to happen. You've got to go out there and make it happen. You have to be the change. We have to have a shift in the way we think. You know, we have been pitied so much or put down so much that many people have low self-esteem. But, folks, we've got to be empowered. We've got to get out there and make it happen for ourselves. And what Kelly was just talking about, I want to just comment on one second. I want to tell you that when you think of nursing homes, I've had people say, well, you know, Joyce, yeah, there may be people with disabilities, but these are people 80, 90, 95 years old. That's what, okay, did you just hear Kelly tell you he was in a nursing home for nine months? And, and how old were you again? 19. 19. Well, guess what? There are other people that age in nursing homes. You know what I mean, Kelly? People get in their mind that they, they have no idea what can happen to people who have had catastrophic uh, accidents that, you know, have impacted their lives and, and where they can end up. And a good example is from Katrina. Yeah. I don't even know if those people are still out of the nursing homes they went to. I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if some of them are still there. Because I remember when that happened, I remember um, the phone calls that were made to different people saying, hey, we have beds available. And, yeah, they had beds available, but they were in nursing homes. As a matter of fact, John talked about that once. So, so what I'm trying to say is you really need to understand how horrible of a life that is for someone in that type of situation. You know, we need to live our own lives. We need to be independent. We need to get out there and make it happen. And, and you know, um, one of the questions that we have here is, Kelly, at Nickel, do you advocate for young people with disabilities, or do you mainly work with the adult population? No, we are cross-disability from, uh, from cradle to grave. So we don't discriminate based on age or disability type. 
So no matter what the situation is, www.nickel.org. Again, go to the website and then look up what affiliate is in your city. And remember what I said when you do all of this. Take time to get out a check and make a donation to Nickel, www.nickel.org. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. Now, if you just tuned in, we have been talking to Kelly Buckland, the Executive Director of the National Council on Independent Living, known as Nickel, as we celebrate National Disability Employment Awareness Month. Folks, the 20th anniversary is next year, and 60% of Americans with significant disabilities are not even counted in the workforce. The employment of people with disabilities in the federal government is 0.88. Time for a change. And that's why we have people like Kelly Buckland helping us out. We'll be right back after break. You're listening to Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. News. Opinion. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. At Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S. and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com McGruff, the crime dog here with my nephew Scruff. Get a pencil and write down an important address. It's for the new McGruff comic activity book. And it's full of me. The address is... Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. Hey, Scruff McGruff, Chicago, Illinois, 60652. Tells you what to do about guns and about bullies and drugs and about strangers who want to give you a ride. And it's full of games and puzzles too. So for your free copy of my new comic activity book, just write. Not bad. Can I do it again? One more time. You'll be helping me take a bite out of crime. A public service message from this station, the U.S. Department of Justice, the Crime Prevention Coalition, and the Ad Council. Want to talk about both professional and amateur sports? It's time to talk with someone who has experience on the field. You'll get the player's perspective and a chance to share your own. It's the next Icon Radio Show. 
featuring host Brett Barnett, formerly with the Philadelphia Eagles and Miami Dolphins. We'll talk about current events and situations surrounding the pro and amateur sports world. You'll learn about the next icons on the next Icon Radio Show with Fred Barnett. Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. Let's sing that new song. My music track, track, track from my modem jack, jack, jack plays MP3s, threes, threes and I download fast, fast, fast. I read the bits, bits, bits on the microchips, chips, chips and I burnt, burnt, burnt all my favorite hits, hits, hits. By the sixth grade, many girls lose interest in technology, but parents can help keep them updated. Go to girlsgotech.org. A public service announcement brought to you by Girl Scouts of USA and Ad Council. Listen for the American Advisor with Joe Battaglia twice every week. This is a live call-in talk show where Joe discusses the economic and political events that affect your investments. Joe's macro market calls have helped thousands of investors pave their way to a more secure financial future. As a bonus, everyone who calls into the program will receive a 1964 Silver Kennedy half-dollar coin that's been graded uncirculated. The American Advisor is heard every Monday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Variety Channel and every Friday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Business Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show. This is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and if you've been following the show, and by the way, I want to thank all of you, great listeners. I mean, you are helping me. You are. You are really a bunch of champions because there have been months in a row where this show has been number one on Voice America, and I attribute that to you and to your following. And if you ever miss a show, remember, you can go to voiceamerica.com and listen to all the shows that have been archived, which I've been doing over the past five years. It's hard to believe time goes that fast. Uh, But use them. Feel free to use them at your schools, at universities. You can hear Senator Harkin. You can hear Doro Bush. You can hear um, the day that Kareem Dale and Michael Strop-Monis, who are both at the White House with President Obama, called on Election Day last year. I mean, you can hear Tony Quello. You can hear uh, Justin Dart's daughter, I Dear Dart. And this month, you can hear Tony Quello, Kareem Dale, uh, Kelly Buckland right now, and, of course, Assistant Secretary Kathy Martinez and Deputy Director of OPM, Christine Griffin, who is still right now vice chair at EEOC until she moves over, just waiting to replace her before she moves. Uh, but I wanted, did want to talk to you about something that is somewhat sober, and that is, Kelly, I am dealing with a phenomena that's terrible. I, I never believed that once I would start talking about this, when I speak, because as you know, Kelly, I'm very big on young people, and I do do work across the United States, volunteer work, where I speak to high school students with disabilities. And several years ago, I started doing this eight years ago, and every time I speak more and more, I uncovered all these young people that were being bullied. And, you know, I, I have to be honest, 
I never dreamt it was to the extent that it is. But in fact, high school students with disabilities are the most bullied. Only one close is, of course, gay students. But now what is happening is many of them are attempting suicide, which is referred to as bully-side. Um, and, I mean, it's terrible. You know, I have one young girl at college telling me how in high school they would get the joystick on her wheelchair and keep smashing her into the wall until she, in fact, attempted suicide. Thank God she was not successful. You know, I had a young man just a few weeks ago with epilepsy. His mother tell me how people would hit him in the head and say, come on, let's see a seizure come on. I mean, unbelievable things. And then when you add Facebook, Twitter, MySpace, and everything else, and texting, it can be horrendous for a young person with a disability. So I wanted to ask you, you know, what advice, Kelly, do you have for them? Well, this uh, actually is a passion of mine, too, Joyce, not just the bullying piece, but there's... uh, their violence against people with disabilities is a lot more prevalent than people think. Uh, in fact, people with disabilities are twice as likely to be uh, have a violent act committed against them than somebody without a disability. That is according to a report from the Department of Justice that just came out. So, you know, uh, family uh, or domestic violence is even higher for people with disabilities. So is crime. Uh, people don't think that somebody would uh, take advantage of somebody with a disability, but and as a matter of fact, they see them as being more vulnerable, and so they prey on the most vulnerable, and that's going to be people with disabilities. So it's very prevalent, not only in the schools, but out in society. And so, you know, the best the best advice I could have for a young person is to talk to somebody. You know, talk to somebody, uh, a peer, a person with a disability who has gone through similar uh, experiences and made it through, and they'll be able to provide some very good guidance and assistance to somebody. Uh, and they should talk to a Center for Independent Living and uh, their school uh, officials because uh, they can't stop it if they don't know about it. So. Uh, but first, I think they should try to seek out a peer that can give them some peer support. Yeah, because a lot of them are not telling anyone. And and the reason they aren't is I because I've asked them a million times. Number one, retaliation. And number two is they don't believe the school will do anything about it. Right. So you, I mean, it is really terrible, the things that are happening. I have one young girl right now in Colorado who every day when she goes to school, they call her names, they call her freak they, because of her uh, blindness in one eye f- from a disability that occurred. They make fun of her. They have pushed her into the, I mean, I, I really got so involved in this because I could not believe a school would allow this to happen. Um, and I, I did get involved and will continue to monitor what is happening. But, you know, when we grew up, Kelly, uh, you know, when you would go home from school or wherever, even after you had your accident, when you would go, when you finally got living on your own, you know, you wouldn't have had any people there bullying you the way it is when you go home now and you still have Facebook, MySpace, Twitter, all these things. 
because they are like getting on, you know, these cyberspace and just really saying terrible things about the person and making fun of them so horribly, and and really hurting them. And you know, I I can't tell you what this does to me. By the way, if anyone is listening to the show right now, and you are being bullied at school. You don't need to put up with that. You do need to tell an adult, though. And if you don't touch, you know, if you don't uh, trust anyone at the school for whatever reason, you have your parents. If you don't have your parents, you have an aunt or uncle. If you don't have them, you have a minister or a priest or a rabbi or someone at the mosque. I don't care who you reach out to. You have to tell someone because no one is worth you taking your life. No one. Now, here you have Nickel. I never thought of this before. But you could even get in touch with someone there and say, look, this is what's happening to me. Help me. Nickel.org. And you know what, Kelly? I'm going to have to bring you here to my hometown of Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, because I am on the board of the Center for Victims of Violence and Crime. And this, when they first met with me and asked me to be on the board, they showed me posters they were making. Uh, and it was like an African-American woman and a child. Yeah, they were going to put these billboards up throughout Pittsburgh saying, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, you know, so that people would understand we're all victims. However, they did not have one thing. They did not have any people with disabilities. So I told them. And guess what? They do that now. And, and, you know, because I I was explaining to them how much people are uh, victims when they are a person with a disability. So I'm really glad to hear you're doing that. Yeah, and uh, actually we just returned from a national conference on violence, well, actually violent crimes against people with disabilities in Denver, uh, which was a national conference, and they dealt specifically with violence against people with disabilities or violent crimes against people with disabilities. That's how I heard that new statistic. Uh, yeah, Nichols involved, and so are local centers and statewide independent living councils. So, you know what? I really want you to send me information about that, Kelly, because I, I don't think people realize though how much this goes on. No, they don't. In fact, people with disabilities don't usually know until it's brought to their attention. So, yes, yeah, sadly. Um, I was talking to a doctor from Harvard that told me that many of the women with epilepsy that he treated were assaulted sexually during or right after a seizure. I mean, I don't know how people can get much lower than this. But they do, and they have, and that is why, you know, it's good to be educated. It's good to know what's going on. As I said, if you sit back and wait then, you know, something can happen to you. You've got to be out there and make it happen. And with that, we're going to get ready to go to break. Now, if you just joined us, we have been talking to Kelly Buckland, the Executive Director of the National Council on Independent Living, known as NICL. He is a wonderful person that is committed to leading NICL into the future and to helping provide quality of life for all Americans with disabilities. We're going to go to break, but then we'll be back 
to close the show with Kelly Buckland from Nickel. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters at voiceamerica.com. Don't go away. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. America is facing a skilled workforce shortage. SkillsUSA can help. What is SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA is life-changing. SkillsUSA is awesome. SkillsUSA is one of the biggest opportunities life can give you. SkillsUSA is amazing. SkillsUSA is motivating. SkillsUSA specifically prepares you for the workforce. SkillsUSA empowers students to connect with a network of people, starting with their classmates, to their advisors, to other people in their states. SkillsUSA allows students to connect with business and industry, to manage their education, and to really get a feel of the real world. I'm doing something now that's going to be applicable in the real world, and those skills are going to be useful today in school and in five years when I'm working and for the rest of my life. On the web at SkillsUSA.org. At Vendor Consulting Services Incorporated, our mission is to provide superior technology consulting services to our customers while creating career opportunities, independence, and freedom for people with disabilities. While the demand for skilled technology professionals is reaching an all-time high, over 13 million disabled Americans, many of them experts in technology, remain unemployed. Since 1995, Bender Consulting Services Incorporated has worked to solve these critical social and business issues by providing employers with reliable talent and giving individuals with disabilities the chance to display their talents and enhance their lives through solid careers. If you're a person with a disability seeking employment, send us your resume via email to resume at benderconsult.com. For more information about our services, visit www.benderconsult.com in the U.S., and www.benderofcanada.com in Canada. Bender Consulting Services Incorporated, providing and creating employment opportunities, freedom, and independence for people with disabilities. www.benderconsult.com. Manifest your personal and professional dream by honoring your true genius and magnificence. On Demartini, live and inspired, host Dr. John F. Demartini shares his enlightening perspectives, humorous observations of human nature, and practical action steps to live a truly inspired, purposeful, and fulfilling life. His scope of knowledge and experience is a culmination of 34 years of research and studies. Dr. Demartini's trailblazing philosophy and revolutionary understanding is reshaping modern psychology and business and changing the lives of millions. Broadcasting each week as a special program on the 7th Wave Network, Demartini, live and inspired, transforms thought and stimulates action. Get ready to break through to live an amazing life.
Wake up with a unique daily show. Listen for Mitchell John in the morning. Mitchell will bring you news, sports, and stock news from yesterday. You'll hear interviews from high-profile figures from the world of sports, entertainment, politics, and authors. Mitchell will talk to people throughout America. This is a show that throws right down the center. It's fun, information, and yes, even a little bit of music. Catch Mitchell John in the morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, Mondays, Tuesdays, Wednesdays, and Fridays on Voice America, and Thursdays on the Voice America Business Network. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now please welcome back the host of Disability Matters, here's Joy Spender. Welcome back to the show. Our guest today, Kelly Buckland, the Executive Director of NICL. What a great way to end National Disability Employment Awareness Month. Um, Kelly, I have been telling people um, I believe in NICL. I, I do. And I have been telling people that, you know, if they want to help out to go to your website and make a contribution, I wonder if you could go over that with them for one minute just in case I haven't explained it properly. Absolutely. They should go to our website, which is www.ncil.org, and then click on the online store, and that's where you can make a a donation. Okay, you want to go over that one more time? Yeah, they should go to www.ncil.org, and then go to the online store, and that's where you can make a donation. And I hope you do that. It only takes... A minute, but you know what? Once again, every dollar counts. Every single dollar counts. So keep that in mind. I want to, before we end the show, talk about next year, oh my goodness, 20th anniversary of the Americans with Disabilities Act. I wanted to ask you, Kelly, what plans do you have for that next year? Well, we uh, have our annual conference, as you know, Joyce, and it is on uh, July 19th this year, so it's going to be right before the uh, 20th anniversary. So we're going to have a celebration at our conference, and uh, you probably know a lot of other organizations are in the midst of making plans to have a big celebration around the 20th anniversary of the ADA, and we're going to be working with them to to, uh, to make sure that uh, the Nickel Conference fits into that smoothly, and just to help out where we can with the, putting the celebrations together because it's going to be uh, a, quite a deal, 20 years with the ADA. So. 20 years, unbelievable. Uh, July 19th in Washington, D.C., and will that be on your website? Absolutely. The conference well, will definitely be up there. All right. Well, listen, and that will tell you how to attend and how to register and what it would cost because isn't uh, the conference is for several days, correct? That's correct. All right. Well, listen, here is uh, the question. If someone is listening to the show today and they're saying, wow, I love this organization, what are all the things our listeners can do to help you? Well, we have a a number of committees, legislative and advocacy committees, that people, if they join NICL, they can participate on those committees. And we have about... Uh, 300 people that's serving on those co- on those different committees in our legislative advocacy committees. 
So we would love to have people participate in that effort and uh, decide which committee they want to serve on and then let the chair of that committee know that they are interested and the chair will get back to them. So they can get actively involved in making changes. Yeah. Um, So in addition to helping you that way, they could also, as you said, write to their congressman as they follow issues you're working on. And, of course, I want to remind you, you could make a contribution. But get involved. Oh, and become a member. What does it cost to become a member, Kelly? It's $35 for a year. $35 to become a member of Nickel. And if I were you, I'd take time to do that. Now, do they do that by going to the website also? Yes. They can join uh, right under the online store. They can also join as a member. Now, you know how that helps? The more people that join these organizations, the larger the membership is, the easier it is for Kelly to go to the Hill and say, I have this many members, and they care about this issue. So you know it is important. I'm telling you, it is important for you to get involved, for you to join Nickel, for you to take a stand. Uh, Kelly, you have done so much in a short time period, let me tell you. But I wanted to ask, and I'm meaning since you took over at Nickel, when was that? Not long ago. No, it was June. I see. June, did you all know that? He just became the executive director in June. You can see how much I like him because I had him on in July also. But what I wanted to ask you, since you took over, since you became the executive director, what are you the proudest of? Uh, Probably uh, our work around the community first uh, choice options. That's probably the most the, the thing I'm proudest of as after becoming the executive director. So, and you know what? Did you did you work with Senator Harkin on some of these things? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that is wonderful. I know he was very adamant about this. He's a great he's a great statesman. He's a great senator. He's a great advocate. He. He's a wonderful man, and he. I'm so happy that he's the new chair of the HELP Committee. In the- oh, me too. Me too. And uh, to Senator Harkin and his staff, if you're listening, we are proud of you. Uh, you know, we know, and I will look forward to Senator Harkin speaking here in Pittsburgh uh, in just a couple of weeks. But, yes, they are great people. And also Yoshiko. Yoshiko Dart, thank you for always listening. You are such an awesome person. And we will be doing a big celebration next year, that's for sure. Uh, From a young person, question is, what would you say gave you the ability to believe you could still overcome after having this accident? Uh, My family. My family always treated me the same. And they had the same uh, aspirations for me that they did before my accident. So they uh, inspired me to to uh, go on and do something different. I was going to be a farmer, so that was kind of out. So uh, they encouraged me to go to college, and that's what I did. And it's been, I think, the biggest thing was my family. So. And here you are, still planting seeds across America. It's just a different thing you're doing now. Now you're planting seeds where you're trying to teach people to be independent. So, you know, that is really wonderful. But see what a difference a family can make. And sadly, it can go the other way. Yes. Boy, when you believe in the person and treat them the same, it's amazing how they feel about themselves. 
And, and that's why when I talk sometimes, it's not just to um, the person, it's also to the parents. For example, when it is a child with epilepsy, I always tell people, when you start doing this, don't tell anyone, as the child's growing up, don't tell anyone you have this, you're really saying there's something wrong with you. Always remember that. So, Kelly, what message would you like to leave with our listeners today? Get involved. Make a difference. Yes, get involved and make a difference. Oh, get involved. Don't be a bystander. Do something about it. Don't just talk about it. Well, you know what, Kelly, thank you so much. We have enjoyed having you uh, on the show today, and I wish you only the best as you continue on in this leadership role that you have. Same here, Joyce. It's always a pleasure to be on your show and talk to you. Well, it's always a pleasure to have you on the show. And remember, www.ncil.org. I realize, you know, when I pronounce it nickel, you may think it's spelled phonetically. It's not. It's N-C-I-L. Don't forget, N-C-I-L.org. And this is the end this month of National Disability Employment Awareness Month, and we're moving right in to Epilepsy Month. And guess who our first guest is going to be next week? That would be, ready, Susan Axelrod. That name's probably familiar because her husband is David Axelrod at the White House. But they have another thing that's really important to them, their daughter who has catastrophic epilepsy. Don't miss it. Don't miss it. Tell you now. Um, thank you very much. Thank you, all of you, great listeners. Remember, Tony Coelho's message about employment. Give us the right to be fired. This is Joyce Bender, America's Voice, where disability matters. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday at voiceamerica.com. See you next week. Voice America would like to thank you for tuning in. Please join us next Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time for another installment of Disability Matters right here on the Internet Leader and Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com.